All right, people, let's do this one last time. This is the way. Who am I? I am Iron Man. Romano, I've come to bargain. We know each other. He's a friend from work. You may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Beware my power. Green Lantern blood. That is America's ass. Language. Hey, you know what? There's another name you might know me by. Star-Lord. Who? Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw. You can't win enough. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. I am inevitable. Stop right there. I'm in. What's crack a my fellow geeks, and welcome back to the Flavor of the Geek podcast, where, you guessed it, we are talking all about things geek. My name is Matthew. What even is Spice? Carvalho. And I'm joined today by Michael McCaughey. How are we doing today, Mike? Oh, I'm feeling like a bantha today, baby. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I feel like all the banthas die, so <laughs> no matter which one it is, they get eaten by uh, <laughs> by someone or get shot. Sounds like a win-win to me. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm also joined today by Stephen Cavajo. How you doing today, Stephen? I am armed and ready today, baby. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, so this is episode 15 of the Flavor of the Geek podcast. Cannot believe we've already had 15 15. of these. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I feel like we've had a couple each week, though, sometimes. Depending on the news of the week, we have to do a couple. But yeah, 15. That's pretty pretty crazy. And today we're going to be talking about the Book of Boba Fett and some weekly news. But the episode of the Book of Boba Fett was titled The Tribes of Tatooine. Before we jump into that, just want to see what you guys are doing. Like, how you guys doing this week? Start with you, Mike. Go ahead. Oh, man. Um, well, I got my birthday coming up. On Saturday, which is which is nice, yeah, but do. the entire world is uh, currently in a uh, plague-like <laughs> lockdown. So what does that mean for me? That means I turn a little bit older on Saturday, and I'm just going to stay in my house. There you go. So go. <laughs> not much changes besides my age, but I, it's I good. Was thinking, it's good. <laughs> that's good. That's great to hear. So I was thinking about it last night, actually, because when, when the pandemic started, I was 26 years old, and... I'm coming up on my wow. 29th birthday. On 34th, yeah. <laughs> Pretty <Wow>. soon. <laughs> 29th birthday, which means I spent a couple a years, years of my 20s oh. in uh, quarantine. Your fucking house. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. fucking house. <laughs> Damn, millennials. They have it rough, huh? <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, if there's, if there's going to be a time sure. for a pandemic, though, it's now more than ever because we have all these different things we could do to occupy ourselves, right? So, <laughs> if there was ever a time for a pandemic, I guess you yeah, twiddle now, on our phones <laughs> for 23 hours a day. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Nice. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would do again. Yes, of course. <laughs> Steven, your birthday is coming up. What, when is that again? Tomorrow? Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Always got to one up so, me, huh? Someone's going to one up you like you did last week with me. It's like, yeah, I'm just a little, Unbelievable. Bit, a little bit better. Just one more that's day. That's karma. I get it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, just, just in case everyone's curious, Steven's a 95 baby. Mike's a 93 baby. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 90s baby's up in hell. Up in here. Up in here. Rug rats. (laughs) You do anything special, Steven, besides staying at home? You know what? Um, I have no idea what I'm doing tomorrow. Uh, Emily has planned an entire day full of activities. I have no idea what they are. Granted, it's supposed to snow tomorrow, so that might hinder some of the activities she wants to do. But... Supposed to I'm snow. Excited. We're in a pandemic. What the hell are you gonna do? It is a pandemic. <laughs> There's it's gonna snow like six, seven, shovel? eight inches, and then like that's one of the things she wants to surprise him with. Surprise snow. Just a big, a big plot of snow. On Go the shovel. <laughs> Go shovel. Get out this there. Is, Come on. This is what you're gonna be doing for the rest of the day. Hooray! All right. Nice. That's exciting. Well, yeah. I'm working tomorrow and on Saturday, so. <laughs> I literally just came. I got back to work today. I was off for the last uh, five or six days or so. Yeah, and it was uh, it was good. Some good time off. I read my book. I drank some wine at one one p.m. Like you know, you gotta drink 
couple glasses of wine for lunch. Oh, right? well, day then, drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snacked a little bit, worked out a little bit, and didn't think about work once. So that was that was nice. That was nice. That's good to know. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, that is our lives. But yeah, Stephen, you're right. It's going to snow tomorrow. So looking forward to that. Supposed to get around three to six inches, I thought they said. What about the snow? Hey, yo. I knew you'd take advantage of that. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about Things Geek. The episode title for the Book of Boba Fett episode two, it was called The Tribes of Tatooine. And... In my professional opinion, <laughs> I I freaking love this episode. It had perfect pacing, and I think this series and this episode in general is a brilliant addition to the Star Wars universe. And it, it was so good that when it was done, I was just like looking at the TV like, what the hell just happened? Like, that was so freaking good. Am I the only one with feeling that way at the moment? <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, I'm not going to lie. If if they never made another Star Wars movie again and they stuck with these live action TV series, I would not complain. These series I make agree me want to come back every single week and see what's next, whereas the movies have lost the epicness, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I, I agree 100%, 110% about that. Because the series have just brought everyone back into Star Wars after uh, The Rise of Skywalker I was I kind of fell out of it a little bit, but they've had some good movies, uh, but some of those some of those movies were not good at all. And the series, the Mandalorian season one and two, and now the Book of Boba Fett have 100% brought me back into the Star Wars fold. So, Mike, what were your thoughts on this episode? I like the episode a lot. I think these these TV shows kind of it seems like it lets them de-stress a little bit, and <laughs> you're able to. You're talking about pacing, right? So you're able to pace out these episodes over, I mean, however however many episodes there are, like six or whatever. And these movies, they're trying to cram all this story in one two-hour shot, and they yeah. always do too much. And they, it's always not always bad, but the last few weren't uh, weren't great. So <laughs> this this seems like it's like a, and you could watch it at home, and it's on you know Disney Plus, and it, it's something right. to look forward to every week. It's it's just a better format. Um, right. I like the episode a lot. I I had some questions about it as a just from like a, a Star Wars, I guess like lore perspective. Um, okay. About why he did some of the things that he did but overall i am enjoying enjoying the uh the show a lot i do like i do like the mandalorian more really Um, okay i do i do but i think i'm also biased because i'm having a lot of trouble not seeing no i can understand things matt yeah, but uh, <laughs> you just said you had a lot of questions, so general comprehension. I'm no, I'm just no, um, no, but I'm, I'm having trouble uh, differentiating uh, the, the what am I trying to say? The, the I side, don't know. <laughs> give me a second. I'm having a difficult time understanding what you're trying to say. Sorry, there's a lot of. I'm seeing the girl as the Star Wars version of Melinda May in Agents of Shield, and oh, Fennec, that still yeah, okay. that oh, still takes Fennec me Shand. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fanny, Fanny Shing. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm having a lot of trouble. Like that kind of takes me out of it every time that I uh, that I watch the episodes and see her. Um, and uh, you think she's been typecasted? You know, Is that why she you keep comparing? Well, no, because with- she's she. She's broody sidekick. She played that yeah. in Agents of Shield, and she plays broody sidekick in Star that's Wars. Right, you're right. She plays the I don't think that's a good idea, girl. She you does. know, like it's oh yeah. my God. Yes. she's she plays okay. she throws in one liners, and that like that's like her that's her thing. So actually, right. actually, how you mentioned that that reminds me. So I love how Boba Fett plans on ruling with respect. And the first thing that Fennec does is take the rule of by fear approach by throwing that assassin in the Rancor pit, doing a swell job so far, <laughs> Boba, doing a swell job. I think there's a balance going on with their relationship and how they're ruling, though, because it seems like she's the more person, the person they she wants to be feared, but Boba does not want to be feared. He wants to be respected, like he said. So I, th- I think it's a good balance between the two because Boba at first used his way to try to get the 
the what do they call them the night hawks what do they call them the, the night, night the night winds the night winds the night winds, night winds the night, yeah the night winds yeah so he tried to ask who's your who who you lead who's your leader who's the person who had forced you to do this he doesn't say anything. who you lead and he he was ready to die before Fennec Shan was like, "All right, you want to see a rancor? Here we go!" And he's like, "Oh no, not the rancor!" And he didn't even wait. I was so bad because he didn't even wait until the door was all the way up in order to like tell them, tell on the mayor. And well, that that made it even better though, just because like it was it was I remember actually. So as the gate was lifting in the rancor pit, I was like didn't Luke kill that motherfucker? And then it turns <laughs> out that it was empty. I was like, okay, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> well, when you say that... I did that, think okay, we were going to so see a there, Rancor. There is another Rancor in this Marvel universe. And Rancors actually come from... Um, you say Marvel uh, universe? They come... He did say Marvel Universe. Did I, okay. Did, did I say it? Oh, I'm sorry. Crossover episode, baby. <laughs> Rancors come... From this this Star Wars universe, they come from, uh, what's his name? George Lucas? Darth Maul. Darth Daddy Maul. Daddy Rancor. Darth Maul's uh, oh. home planet. They come from his planet. So they're obviously very difficult to get out of that planet. But there is one more um, Rancor that is canon to the universe and we see in the Bad Batch. And at the end of that episode... Uh, what's his name? Who's the one who rules after Jabba? What's his name? Darth Maul. No, no. <laughs> after Jabba oh, the Hutt twins? dies. Who, oh, oh, oh. No, no, oh. no. Who's I know what you're the, talking the about. The dude that. Who's the dude that Boba Fett kills at the be- at the end of Mandalorian season two? Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. Yes! Okay, there it is. All right, so we'll cut everything up until now. Bib Fortuna. So at the end of the that episode of the Bad Batch, Bib Fortuna takes the rancor and it's like it's almost like his pet and he loves the rancor and it's a baby rancor though so it's not as big as the one in in uh, return of the jedi darth maul was a rancor no 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 they the species comes from his planet i know <laughs> you um, son of a come on come on son. come on <laughs> come on but so there is at least one more rancor in the canon Star Wars Star Wars universe. So um, that, that's who I thought was going to be <laughs> going to come up at the end at, when the door lifted. But I was really hoping it it wasn't. What do they call them? Maurice Rancor. It's called Rancor, aren't they? Those yeah, are it's called names. Rancor. Yeah, no, man. they gave him they gave him names. Ryan Cor. They gave him a name. Was it like Buddy. They gave him a name. Fluffy. That's what they call him. Fluffy. Daniel. <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> Samantha? I don't even Samantha. know a Samantha. Moochie? I don't even know a Samantha. Moochie? Yeah, Moochie. Moochie, yeah. Moochie, Moochie was the That's right, yeah. Moochie was the rancor that uh Bit Fortuna bought, I think, at the end of the Bad Batch episode where that where that happens. And but you spoilers. Moochie actually it help he helps the Bad Batch crew and because they they're hunting him at first, but then they realize he's just trying to defend himself and he doesn't want to hurt anybody and and moochie was like ah oh, if they freaking hurt moochie i'd, I'd freaking you riot protest. okay I'd riot yeah. if they yeah, if yeah. they if they hurt mochi that's why i was hoping it wasn't him because i didn't want anyone to hurt him moochie or moochie was it a, i don't know if it was a girl or a boy whatever it doesn't matter. moochie was a girl according to this thing that i'm reading right here <laughs> that i uh, totally knew beforehand but <laughs> Return of the Jedi's Rancor from Jabba's Rancorn Pit. Rancorn? That's what Rain, I eat Rain, with my Thanksgiving. Rancor. Yeah, yeah, Rain, Raincorn. Right. Um, <laughs> Rancor Pit has the established name of Patisa. Oh, Patisa, yeah. That's Patisa. The, that's the, that's the, girl, the girl. David Patisa. Sure if Moochie. No, no, no. Moochie was a girl. David Patisa was a male. Uh, okay, cool. Interesting. <laughs> the more you now. know. Dang it! <laughs> Yeah, see? Just, yep, there it was. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so back to that scene where they drop him into the pit, and uh, the door was like maybe like a third of the way up when he turns around and says it's the mayor. And he was either doing one or two things. Either he was really scared and really stupid because he didn't want to just look and look the other third of the door to go up before he told on his the mayor, but or he was trying to think of a way to get out of it. Um, 
by like lying about who it was because that comes into play later when the mayor uh, whose name is Mak Shais is the mayor of of Mos Espa or Tatooine in general. But yeah, that bad. Sorry to go on that tangent, but let's let's go over some moments of the episode. So we'll let's start with you, Mike. What is one of your favorite moments of the episode? Oh my god, I got a couple I want to talk about. It. First of all, I didn't expect the mayor of Mos Espa or Isley or whatever the hell it is. Um I didn't I was expecting like a uh, like a humanoid. I didn't know it was going to be Earthworm Jim with a Bedusi on the side <laughs> of his neck. You know what I mean? When, <laughs> yeah, uh, of course. I was not I was not ready for that. Um but okay. that's a uh, that threw me off. That's also when uh, when Melinda May Fennec Shen is doing more of her like broody one-liner um, right. stuff, but also when uh, when the drums go off and the Stink Twins come around from around the corner, the uh, the hundred people that are holding them up. I don't know if you guys noticed it. It made me laugh how as they're holding up tub one and tub two, they're like shaking. Their hands are shaking and they're, yeah. they're kind of falling out of step because they're so heavy. Yeah, that was a good detail. I kind of, I really like. That, that was a really good detail. I thought it made, it made me laugh. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, in the middle of the, of the, what, what is the word they called it? What is the word they called that little platform that they the the platform was bending in the middle. It was bending in the middle. I was like, that's really cool as well because that, obviously they're both sitting in the middle, so it's it's kind of dented in a little bit, but. Yeah, no, I like that's that. a tough break to grab that gig to be the guy, uh, one of the guys that has to carry around. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> like pudding, shaking but... like, oh god, oh god, <laughs> this is where I die. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I thought uh, I I liked the mayor, I liked the stink twins, and I thought that, uh, <laughs> and of course, as I had noted in my intro there, the uh, hover bike riding scene was my favorite scene by far. Yeah, teaching or, the the Tuscan when, Raiders to ride on the the hover bike, because um, yeah. it was like slapstick comedy. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. trying to jump from bike to bike, and they're falling off and everything. The uh, I there's <laughs> the thing I like about the episode. So the Tuscan Raiders, they you know they don't talk much. They go like like whatever. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> yeah. so they they never really got their 15 minutes that much in the series. They did. They were noted. You know they were. They were brought up, but you never really dove too deep into their lore. So this is cool to see yeah. their people, you know, the the Dune Sea or whatever. Obviously, they're all masked up and they're speaking a very limited language. So to be able to express their, all of their expressions through nods and like physical motions and the things that they do. Mm-hmm. His mentor, who I don't know, I don't know what his name is. I'm gonna call him Tuscan Tommy. Tuscan Tommy and uh, and Boba having their little like bromance and then they uh when they were he was teaching them how to craft a weapon and then he made his own little titty stick or whatever that uh i i don't know it's it's cool like it's tribal right that's that's the whole point it's tribal there was something i wanted to bring up i'm sorry that i'm ranting here for a second boba (laughs) fett go for it he's he's a mandalorian his father was a mandalorian okay because this dude takes his helmet off every 30 seconds and i thought the whole thing was don't take your mask off well, you know, we're in a pandemic. In the... Don't take your mask off. <laughs> yeah. they, they explain that in The Mandalorian, though. When uh, Yeah, it's they, like the old way. It's like a cult, yeah, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, so it is a way of some offspring of The Mandalorian. Yeah, some of them don't take off their masks, but most of them do. And it's, yeah, kind of like a cult thing, like you said. But yeah. He loves taking off his, his mask. Every, time, every chance <laughs> yeah. he gets, he's like, put some more, put some more coins in here. <laughs> Fill this yeah. up with money. I thought they were gonna do it again, and I was like, "Don't, don't fall I thought they for the second too. time. Don't fall for that a second time." <laughs> but yeah, no, this this man, he loves breathing that fresh air when he's not, uh, you know, making a, a human soup in his little tube, uh, uh, some boba tea, yeah. if you will. Boba tea. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I liked the uh, I liked learning more about the Tuscan Raiders, and uh, I, I don't really see know where this series is going. <laughs> though you know what i mean we're, we're all we're full flashback right now and i understand that or we're mostly flashback but i don't uh i don't really like know where the rest of the series is going to go unless we're going to continuously do flashback stuff 
What do you guys think about that? Do we know where the, where the direction's supposed to go with this? Is he gonna it's, get his head chopped off like his dad? I feel like Steven, the flashbacks are just gonna lead to like how he met Fennec, and then we're, that's where we're gonna get to. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that make that makes sense. Yeah, so I I agree, but how what's what is this this series gonna end with? Is it gonna end with him being the ruler of Tatooine or? I heard that there's going to be a lot of Mandalorians coming into this ep- this series. So, ooh, yeah. So Is Pedro wonder- Pascal going to show up? Bro, Possibly. Please, please. Possibly. Oh, Is Bill Barr but- going to show up? Burr. Bill, Bill Burr. Burr? Yes. Oh my god. Oh come on. You have to bring him in. I was listening to some stand-up comedy for him the other day and it was cringy as hell even though it was hilarious. It was so He's cringy. So funny. Especially sitting with my wife. She was like, "You find this funny?" And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no. "Oh man." I just... uh, no. <laughs> So I, I hope he comes back, even though he's not a Mandalorian, but I hope we see him at some point in the future because his role was amazing in that second season of Mandalorian. And especially oh. hearing what he had to do being in the in the Empire. Was it the Empire? Is that what they called it? <laughs> I don't know he's anymore. Like a trash I'm guy so confused with the yeah, something like that. But Steven, what were your what's your major moment of the episode? Like what's one of your top moments? One of them. Okay. Um well, first off, uh, the Hut Twins brought a fucking Wookiee to a stare down. And, yeah, uh, they did. <laughs> oh, evil Chewbacca. <laughs> evil Chewbacca. I forgot about evil Chewbacca. And this one doesn't seem as oh cute or lovable as, as Chewie. He does not in this life. He seems like he means business, and he is ready to fuck shit up. Like, he looks, mm-hmm. he, he stares into Boba Fett's soul for a good, that like, minute stare. and a half. And I'm like, dude, look away. Please, just look away. <laughs> it was making away, me uncomfortable. Right? <laughs> I was like, come on, man. But that was other than that, moment. I mean, yeah. I have some stuff to say about that uh, that part, though. If I if if you're, I'll, I'll let you finish what you wanted to say, Stephen. But I have some some into stuff that I want to oh, get into that. Got gotcha. about him. Gotcha. Okay, no worries there. Um. Well, uh, next no, thing. No worries. No worries. There. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Um. <laughs> so Mike had brought up the speed bike thing. I took a different approach. I mean, I we had seen a similar uh, scene of like you know a Mandalorian training somebody had a had a rides i'm pretty sure ride a ship um and it just it felt a little bit overused i feel like we've seen that like aspect of comedy a little bit too much in the star that's wars fair. series that's i fair, do get yeah. like why you would like it because it is pretty funny but i went further and further along watching it i just thought to myself this is kind of overused uh a lot of a lot of tv series or a lot of um like movies out there they'll rely on that teaching moment to be the funniest part of it and i i think they can do better next thing i'll say it's like a rocky montage <laughs> it's like a rocky montage but it's tuscan raiders failing to jump on some speed bikes and uh right right um, yeah speaking of tuscan raiders my next point the that tuscan raider who was hanging on the side of the train he must have been really good at rock climbing because uh, that was a skinny freaking part that he was holding on to. I have no idea how he did it. Oh, yeah. Off. I was like, it, it, it had core strength woman, like right? no other. That was a woman? That's a woman, right? Yeah, no. that the woman who's training Boba is played by a woman. That's like a her, fucking Tuscan badass. Tommy is a woman? It's a woman that's it's training Tuscan Boba. Tammy. Not a, not a man. Tuscan Tammy. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know I forget her name, but in in the credits, she's uh, it's a, it's a woman, not a man. Wow. It's yeah. a man, man. It's a man, man, man. But yeah, she's pretty She's pretty impressive, right? She's able to mm. kick the crap out of all these, all these, uh, what do they call them? I don't even know what they were called. The, 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 the Pike, Pike Syndicate? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pike Syndicate? Yeah. The Pike yeah. Syndicate, you see a lot more in... Uh, Book of Boba Fett and Clone Wars, you see them a lot, and I think some what in Rebels uh, because they are they're like the richest people in the galaxy pretty much, and they do have the uh, they do have the what do they call it the spice, but it's illegal. The spice is illegal. Um, it's kind of like drugs. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. Oh, the so. Sansana spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the slave mines on Kessel. Ah, oh, yep. That's right. Okay. That's right. Sometimes, in order to serve some of your sentence, they'll send you to to Kessel, which is 
another throwback to I did the Kessel run in twelve parsecs or whatever is what. Oh um, yeah, yeah, with Chewbacca and Solo Han Solo. I was wondering about the the spice thing. I don't know whether that was a reference to Boba Fett himself, but I guess it's a re- reference to uh, Solo, huh? Yeah. Which oh my god! All right, before we go any further, did you know? We might actually see Han Solo in this series, played uh, by Harrison Ford. Door. No played by way. Played by Harrison Ford, but de-aged, kind of like Luke Skywalker. So, no. because he- My because son he, killed me! He is older. He's not as young as he was in the Solo movie. Who so shoots first? He is much older now. But he, <laughs> he did first? a- Who shoots first? Who shoots first? <laughs> no, uh, no idea. Oh! Oh, Matt doesn't know it. Damn it. Okay. Know. Come on, Come Matt. On, Get with the Star Wars memes, bro. Come on. <laughs> so Han Solo might be in the series for a little bit. Not sure how long. But yes, yeah, sorry, Steven. Continue on your talking about... Talking about... Talking about Continue on your talking. Oh, the, the, the woman, uh, the woman Tuscan. Yeah, 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 yeah. That jumped on the train and she's like holding on and beating the crap out of all the, the Pike Syndicate people. Tuscan Tanya. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... Two more things about the about the Tuscans, and then I have a two more points after that. But I'll make it quick. Don't worry. Um, can I so, can I get one in after you're done with this one? Yeah, you can have four, two. I have three. <laughs> ah, never mind. I won't talk about the Tuscans anymore. But I'll, I'll bring that up later. I, my two points that I want to bring up that are separate from the Tuscans. Uh, okay. When they gave um, Boba Fett the lizard as a guide, I thought, huh, I haven't seen that lizard in the present time, so I guess he must have lost it. <laughs> And then it crawls up his nose. And I thought, <laughs> oh, that might as well happen. That made okay. me shudder. Yeah, I was like, that oh, made okay. me physically uncomfortable. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. He's like, he's like oh, I, th- I think I might have swallowed it. He said, <laughs> right. I was like, no, I don't think you did. It's in your fucking brain, dude. <laughs> I didn't know that I had a phobia of that until I just watched this episode, yeah. and it's freaking me out thinking about the. Ugh, nope. 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 We'll nope. S- <laughs> we'll pan away from that. Uh, but the last thing. <laughs> Um, that was a really cool ritual that they did at the end. I think the Tuscans have officially welcomed Boba into their tribe. I really hope to see them in the season finale and fight against the Huts or the mayor that we all know is coming. Earthworm Jim? Earthworm Jim. <laughs> or we're gonna, or the Stink Twins. The Stink Twins. I feel like that's gonna be the, 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 the end goal there. I feel like, yeah. I feel like Earthworm Jim isn't, isn't, isn't enough to, uh, really, um, What's he gonna do? I don't know. He did order the the assassin to die automatically without really any hesitation. So I was like, he might be. Uh... Oh, I, you know, what I wanted to call out. Sorry, I know this is kind of a, a side tangent, and this is more about the comedy. But when they first arrive in the lobby, the guy that asks if they have an appointment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that dude was really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he was like I a mullet. I don't see you here, Boba. Yeah. Fett? Boba. <laughs> Fett. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know I I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff I I find that stuff so funny. No, it yeah, is. it's no, just it's funny. like a hard stop. Like it's it goes from serious to uh, to like sitcom level humor. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. No one's taking Boba seriously right now. Yeah, no, because he, he looks like a thumb. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking no, but speaking of Boba Fett, that dude is. Fucking swole, am I right? Like he takes his, yeah, he he takes his freaking um, he takes off his um, his his garments or whatever to put on those robes, and this they're like wrapping things around him. And he has his arms out. You see his muscles, and he sees his pecs and everything. And I'm like, dude, you are He's one swole man. Kylo Ren, yeah, barrel stomach. Like you are one thick, swole man, thick dude. And I, I was like, I can't for handle him. this right now. I gotta look away. Oh no. <laughs> fanning himself in the corner it's like, oh no i can't do this anymore the part with the with the garments when he first he came out first of all look exactly like cairo cairo um, <laughs> kylo ren oh no, yeah when he had like the hood on yeah. i was like it, is he getting inducted into something i feel like i missed it but i guess it was just to uh it's the rite of passage into the tribe of the tuscan raiders I thought he was gonna put on the mask that the that the Tuscan Raiders wore, but he didn't. I was like, okay, I did too. A standalone person. Then he went to Wakanda and he was hanging out near a tree. Welcome to did, Wakanda. Did you notice? Did you notice that he's actually still wearing that garb underneath his his Boba Fett armor? 
And you notice that when he's getting fitted in the first episode with his Boba Fett armor, uh, he oh. that 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 black stuff that that stuff that, that he's dressed in for the Tusken Raiders is still underneath his his armor. Oh, that detail Probably stinks. That detail, man. That's yeah. special. But in but in that tree when he goes to Wakanda when he when he's when he goes to Wakanda like you said, Mike, um, he's like it's almost like he's being reborn again after the sarlacc pit it's it's very interesting because everyone that's the reason why they keep jumping back and forth because everyone thinks that boba fett needs a has a lesson to learn but in reality he's already already learned that lesson in the past his past and now in his present he but, sure misses his papa huh yeah he has some issues his some uh some daddy yeah, issues yeah he misses his pop pop he's got yeah. some daddy issues <laughs> he has some daddy some, some people become issues. strippers. Some people become <laughs> Boba Fett bounty hunter. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a middle ground there somewhere, but we'll find it. It's but it's very thin. It's very thin. It's a very thin middle ground. What did you guys think about that scene where he was like coming out of the Sarlacc pit in in the vision that he was having by the tree? I didn't know whether it was actually happening or whether he was just uh, on like a peyote dream, whether That's he was just like having like. a fever. It felt and like he came back just with threw a branch. The Sarlacc pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, so it did happen, right? Because they said, like, show me the branch. Which there's no trees in, in that desert. So the fact that he was able to, the, the lizard led him to a tr- the only tree in, uh, in Tatooine and got him a branch. What was going to happen? Because so he struggled and they broke off the piece. Was it going to strangle him if he didn't do that? It looked like it was getting a little tight over Is there. going to give in to death or something? Maybe. I guess so. It's very symbolic. It's very symbolic. And I'm wondering, do all the Tusken Raiders have to go through that kind of tradition? Is like a kind of tradition for them? Or, I don't know, a ceremony type of thing? They were just hazing the one dude. Maybe it's just a prank. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe. What if they, yeah, what if they were just busting his balls it's the like whole time? like Impractical Jokers. Let's see if he does this. <laughs> <They're laughs> <That's> first. <laughs> yeah. That would... That would be freaking Practical Tuscans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a camera over here and over here and over here. And over, <laughs> <and> over there. <laughs> Steven, did you say what you thought about that that scene? Uh, about the original scene? The tree. The tree. The tree scene. The no, fever sorry, dream. At first, I thought that he had been dragged back into the, the Sarlacc pit. I thought that, oh, man. They, that the Tuscan Raiders just threw him back in. And they're like, find your way out. I was like, what? Come on. Yeah, I already did this. Like, I did this once already. <laughs> you know I could do it. It sucks. And then like the thing starts like strangling him. I was like, <laughs> this doesn't, this can't be real. No way. It was kind of tricky. He killed the Sarlacc pit. The Sarlacc pit is dead after him, after his escape the last time. So did he I mean, kill I'm sure Sarlacc? there's more Sarlacc pits. When he punches his way out. Oh, the flames. Uh, yeah. When he punches his way out, yeah, after the flames, he punches his way out of the sand. The Sarlacc's, like, limbs are, like, laying dead and not waving around like they normally do. Yeah. So, I'm sure, I, I'm pretty sure he, he literally killed the Sarlacc. But I'm sure there's other Sarlacc pits out there. But he, you see, like, they kept going back and forth between him wearing his armor and him without his armor. Like, almost like that was symbolic in a way. Like, him shedding yeah. his, his father's legacy, almost. And building his own legacy like he's not he's not following in the steps of his father anymore he's just becoming his own person and i think that was the most symbolic part about it he's now just boba fett and he doesn't have to follow anyone in particular it's not a phase dad i really am a tuscan raider (laughs) i'm 64 shut up about it (laughs) (laughs) you know what i went through i found the one tree in tatooine that tried to murder me I made a nipple out of it, and then I danced with my friends <laughs> at Burning Man. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. Yeah, That's the gist. Yes, essentially. <laughs> but can I go back to Black Sandy for a, for a second? The Wookie, the Wookie Gladiator. No. Black Sandy. Say Black Sandy. Oh, well, his name. That's his name is like Black Kersantan or something like that. But they call him Black Santi. Is the name of the Wookie. And Black he Sun. is evil Chewbacca. He, evil Chewbacca. There you go. Uh, so he is actually in the Darth Vader comics, and has worked with Boba in the past. But I'm guessing they oh. are not. They're kind of striking because they stro- they don't. The comics are not canon to the 
this universe, but I'm guessing they're kind of building it in slightly because there's one thing. Did you guys see the scar on his face? The on the Wookiee's face? The white thing, yeah. or was that that was like a well, it was, birthmark? No, so above above his right eye, or I guess if you're looking if you're looking at him, it's above his right eye. Um, there was like a two scars that look red and white. Yeah, did you see that? I'm guessing yeah. you guys didn't, didn't catch that. Okay, so uh, so apparent so in the in those comics, Darth Vader comics, the person who gives him those scars is Obi Wan Kenobi. So, oh, I wonder if with the Obi Wan Kenobi series coming up, if Doc Black Santi is going to make an appearance in that, and that's why they brought him into this. But what if on the last episode, as like a post credit scene, you uh, you see Black Santi walking around, and all of a sudden, in the distance, you see, you hear "Hello there," and it shoots out. Oh, and it cuts to it cuts. And I'm like, no. I can just imagine that happening. Yeah. That would be amazing. It, that would be really, that would be really good. Any hello there yeah. based yeah. Uh, <laughs> scenes I will take at this point. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Mike. What are you, some of your other top moments? I had forgotten about Black Santi, but I man, I just want to say again. I know we talked about it, but whoever is portraying that character, his or her ability to stare down yes. <laughs> Boba Fett. That look, like the piercing eyes, it, it made me very uncomfortable. But that that was very, very noticeable. Um, there's a lot of characters. A lot of characters being introduced here. Um, yeah. Most of them, you know, like Tuscan Raider-wise, besides uh, Tuscan Tammy, they're, they're not really named, which I, I mean, whatever, right? But the Stink Twins, like the Jabba Cousins and Mayor Badisi, whatever the hell his name is, they uh, there's a, there's a lot of characters being introduced that I need to stop making nicknames for and actually learn their names um, <laughs> because there's a lot of these and they're gonna they're gonna come back. I didn't know about the Obi Wan Kenobi uh, Chewbacca thing, evil Chewbacca. So I <laughs> I think that. Uh, I hope that's I hope that's a lead in to the likely it's just a nod, but to have uh Jabba one, Jabba two bring forth Black Santi as a gladiator, right? Yeah. Um then Boba Fett threw in some roast about like, you know, this isn't some place and I'm not sleeping. You know what I mean? I'm not sleeping in the uh in the swamp or whatever the hell he said. He he threw a roast that that the uh oh. the gladiators only killed people when they were sleeping. But right, um, right. But which I yeah, thought was uh, he, he a gave little, a like, little bit of a dig there, and that's yeah, like, you go, girl. I Yeah, but that's that'll be cool if if they come back. There's how many how many episodes are we looking at for? There's DC? nine episodes. There's nine episodes. We're only at episode two. Yeah, wait, wait. I think there's anyone from seven to nine. I believe. I thought you said it was seven. I, I got uh, seven. You think? Okay. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna you go might be six. right. Let's, let's go, go in the middle. Let's go it's six. eight episodes. Let's go six. I'm gonna go with six. All right, there's only four episodes, and we're already halfway through. That's <laughs> um, two, but but you know it's cool. Uh, the whole like tribal thing is is very very interesting. I ca- I want to see him do some bounty hunting. I know he doesn't really do that anymore, and I know that's what literally we just talked about for the past fifteen minutes. But I want to see him hunt a bounty or just use his cool his cool gadgets you know what i mean yeah he, he hasn't used his jetpack or the he hasn't done anything matt he hasn't he really hasn't <laughs> he hasn't even worn his damn helmet it's true he just wants to lay in his in his garments out in the dunes with his old his old <laughs> festival friends yeah you know yeah that's right um but uh <laughs> i i was a big fan of seeing the uh the green pigs <laughs> Back as his guards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of them. I like how loyal they are for uh, just getting caught, and then now they have like a life debt to him. Pretty pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool much. friends. Which uh, everyone deserves friends like that. But uh, this was this was like a this was a not maybe a setup episode, but like a just kind of a, a little bit of lore. So there wasn't a lot happening for. You know what's going to happen in the future, but it was a cool little little sneak back into his uh, into his past. 
Right. From that time he got uh, dunked on in a Sarlacc pit. <laughs> well, I think that's the reason why they're going to bring up Han Solo if he comes back into the series because Han Solo was the one who pushed him into the Sarlacc pit, right? So yeah, he, yeah, I think so. Because Han Solo was he was blinded and he's like, "What's going on? Where's where's Boba? Where's what's going on?" And then he pushes him into the Sarlacc pit. But yeah, Stephen, what were your other top moments of this episode? Um, so something that I thought was very interesting. Um, is that the Tuscans note that not every group of Tuscans operates the same, like differentiating this uh, hunter-gatherer group and that, that we're seeing right now with Boba. It differentiates them from the sadistic ones that captured and tortured, I think they named Shmi uh, Skywalker, like Anakin's mom, back in Attack mm-hmm. of the Clones. Like, just, a, just picture that right now. Like, I was under the impression that we were dealing with the same family, but there are multiple groups of Tuscans out there. And they... Right. So, Boba ended up getting the benevolent ones, the ones that are more uh, laid back, so to speak, you know? And instead of the mm-hmm. ones that would rather torture him to death. So right. I found that very interesting, because these ones, they, they feel more... Uh, it sounds weird to say, but it, they feel more human. They uh, care about each other, and they care about the people that they bring in a lot more than these other Tuscans that seem like more like savage like that just will steal and kill and that's that's really all it is so I was I was very intrigued mm-hmm. by that they're kind of like Tusken Raider hippies it feels that way yeah yeah, yeah. you know peace and love baby peace and love baby here here's a here's a stick but also badassery <laughs> take, yeah. take the stick I'm gonna blow some spice in your face did you see any <laughs> cool trees out there here let's make a stick out of it and dance <laughs> Yes, that's pretty much what they were doing, yeah. Oh, by the <laughs> way, where's comparison. my lizard? I need it back. <laughs> I, I also want to give a, I want to give a huge shout out to the the robot on the uh train who when all else fails, <laughs> he, he 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 should have been the star in Fast and Furious because when all else fails, the only thing he thought to do was this thing's got to go faster. <laughs> We gotta just ramp up the speed. I don't yes. care what happens. Faster, faster, faster. And that's a good conductor. That's what you need. Right. And then he jumps out of the train. And when it breaks bad, jump out the window. We should all we could all learn a lesson from the choo-choo robot. You heard it here first, folks. Yep. Go faster. Redline it, and if leave, it goes bad, jump. Leave all your jump. passengers jump out. To, to die. No. Damn it. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Well, I did want to bring up, go back to the scene when the mayor tells Boba Fett and Fennec to go to Garza Fwips, who was played by Jennifer Beale, uh, the sanctuary slash bar that they go to. And that's when she's sweating. She's like, the twins are on their way. And Boba's like, nah, they're over here. They're not doing this. They don't care about this. But then that's when the, the parade doom, 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 of the hut twins doom, doom, come doom. down the street. Yeah. And so they're challenging Boba Fett's uh, right to Jabba's throne because they have a, apparently they're in the will <laughs> button. Oh, the contract. Like, yeah. The contract. Right, I don't right. care what's on your tablet. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I thought that was really cool because he, they're very calm and even Jabba's cousin doesn't, they don't want to resort to violence in front of everyone watching in the middle of the street so uh job oh, well, the boy says, doesn't yeah well right right but he just says sleep lightly bounty hunter and then from there literally the rest of the episode takes place in the past with the tuscans so we don't see what happens after that but it's like a fat draco malfoy <laughs> yeah. sleep lightly potter that's right but i agree with steven i think steven's the one that said this that it's they're mostly going to be the major bad guys of the series mm. maybe yeah. but but just one shoot cool thing, them right well that's the thing because fennec shan says that they need permission in order to kill the huts oh permission hut. that's right and my question is from whom who do they need permission from to kill a hut i don't know but leia didn't need it <laughs> no that's what that's what i was <laughs> thinking too I was she's like, like just fuck this dude kill dead. yeah yeah Exactly. So nothing happened after Leia killed Jabba. So what would happen if Boba decides to take out these two huts? Would there be an all-out war against the huts? Uh, but I don't know. How many huts are there? Uh, but it's a, it's, a, it's a whole planet. So it's a whole planet of huts. So I don't know. Good question. It's a good question. Uh, 
I don't know much about the lore of the huts besides the fact that it's like a swamp planet that they live in. So, <laughs> so actually, now that you're asking for my opinion, so Mike, you remember from <laughs> Ratchet and Clank um, when? Oh, you, here we go. Yeah, when Ratchet and Clank ripped apart. When you're in that weird world, Boilers. sorry, and you're facing off against those weird green, like gooey glob monsters that can yeah. gain, gain size. The the, le- the less that you shoot them, the more that you shoot them, the, the more that they they like, yeah the get green smaller. poopies that turn into smaller versions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you don't shoot them, they right, get bigger right. and bigger and bigger. Well, the green this, poopies. This is, this is what the the huts remind me of. So if they were to be an all-out war. Just shoot them multiple times. They'll get smaller and smaller and smaller, and then they're. But they're then they might roll into each other and get bigger oh, and bigger and bigger. Right. Uh, and then if like they fall into each other, they can get bigger. It's 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 a it's a. They turn into like the the Jabatron. Jabatron. You know they're gonna form the mega. They're gonna form the Megazord. It's just a bunch of fat rolls. Mega and, Hut. Oh no. Mega Hut Pizza Hut. Pizza. No one out pizza the Hut. That's a place. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That's right. You got it. <laughs> but you could probably just slice slice them in half, clean off, and but they might regrow, and then you got two. Uh, there you go. No. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how these how these worms work, but they man, they are just fat. And one of them was like wiping himself off with a giant rodent. I was noticing that. I think he was going like, to eat it. And the, the rodent's like, "Please let me die. Come on, don't. Yeah. I don't want to." He's be wiping his forehead. And he just yeah. He just drops him. What, a, what an interesting thing to use to, to wipe your face off. It was one of the most, like, d- infectious things out there. Yeah, yeah. They look like they had, like, a like a orb at one point that was filled with blood and had, like, a, I don't know, like a steak tip in it. I don't know what the hell these people are doing. They're part of a cult. They definitely are. Part of a cult. Matt, what's your favorite cult? Oh, God. <sighs> one, the ones that eat snakes. Yeah, oh, the snake eaters. Snake eaters, that's right. Love them oh, snake yeah. eaters. Snake eaters of Calabasas, we all know that. I, I'm just picturing at the end of the season, it's going to be Mandalorians versus Huts. Mandalorians versus Huts? Yeah. Ooh, I would love to see that. Oh, man. But you know, the, the Huts don't actually fight, so we'll no, be no. seeing them. Yeah, they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll, it'll, it'll be like Troy or whatever, where like the the, the main... The hierarchy are in the back, and they're like, charge! They're on the battlefield, but then they're all the way in the back of the battlefield. They're like, charge, just go for it. We'll, we'll be here eating and, you know, oh. relaxing and shit. Go! <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So they'll say charge, and they'll have their minions attack the Mandalorians, and then Boba will probably um, get saved by um, Mando and, um, and the other Mandalorians. And he'll be the one that takes down the twin huts. He'll be right there behind them. And he'll be like, you have any last words, you you filthy heathens or whatever? And they'll go... <laughs> I think you were going to say sack of shit for some reason. <laughs> that, that Got any last words, you fit. sack of shit? That probably, probably would have fit a lot better. Whoa. It's like, whoa, hey. We should walk I'm just, I'm just Dude, how funny! How funny would that be if he's if he asked that, but he didn't speak whatever language it was. So he was like, "We should walk a baka hooker." What? Oh man! Oh my goodness! That's gonna be epic. Oh yeah. It's, there's there's another little Easter egg, Easter egg in this in the episode, by the way. So oh yeah, in in, in the new in a new hope. Uh, there's a scene that was deleted where Luke is at the Tashi station with his friends. Uh, friends' names are, I think, Cammy and her boyfriend Laz or Lays. Uh, so Lars. No, not Lars. But so there's the two friends are in the deleted scene where they're at the Tashi station. But in this episode, Boba Fett, when he's like, "I'm gonna go stop the train," and then he goes to the Tashi station, and that the man and the girl who are sitting down. Uh, that's the same people the same people from a new hope well not the same actors because they're like in their 60s now but they're they're dressed the same tashi station looks the same as the deleted scene they did a the details in this series are really really good because i completely forgot about that yeah i was like who the hell are those people and i expected both of them to be on two of the bikes behind boba fett and they just never got brought up again <laughs> i, I 100 wondered what well i was just like who they they had <laughs> lines they had 
He, they have like speaking lines. This is not fair. The guy's like, "What did you say?" He's like, "This is not fair." And he gets beat up, and then, uh, and then he just leaves. Right. And this is. I haven't. I haven't seen the the original Star Wars movies in a long time. So I thought I'm so stupid. I thought the, he had gotten to the train already. I thought that the train stopped. That is where he said he was going. So yeah, I thought he not- walked into the train, beat the shit out of all of them, and then left. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah. that was easy." <laughs> it was. No, I, I, I thought the same thing. So don't worry. I thought he was at the train because that's where he says he's going. So I don't understand why he, they would bring him somewhere else. But he goes there, gets the bikes, goes back, trains them, and then the train comes along. That's such a. Uh, you got a train for a train. That that's such a. Uh, that's such a deep cut of an Easter egg, though. Yeah, like that's it's not even like it was in the main scene in the movie. It was an it was a deleted scene of a new hope <laughs> to yep. random people, <laughs> and the guy right. stood up for himself and immediately got the shit kicked out of him. And then he and then Boba Fett left. What a legacy! All right, All right, Stephen, what do you think about that? You've been a little bit quiet over there. No, no, no. Um, why are you so quiet? <laughs> why am I no. so quiet? You okay? You okay? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you sad that your birthday's tomorrow? What's going on? I'm having an existential <laughs> crisis. Happy. That's exactly what's happening right now. <laughs> he's, he's almost 30. I'm almost 30, man. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. The Grim Reaper's project. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about again? <laughs> I just lost my thought. <laughs> Never mind. We're talking about Tashi Station and then Luke Skywalker's friends that are in Tashi Station that Boba Fett saves from the... The gang, the most of the gang. Uh, I had Never no thoughts mind. on that. He was, I guess, I guess he, it doesn't he matter. Was listening. He doesn't have any thoughts on it. <laughs> I don't have any thoughts about that. Cool. Cool. You don't have any thoughts on the two randos from a deleted scene in a movie <laughs> that's 40 years old? Yeah. Uh-uh. No? Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. There is there's another thing, though, that I was talking about with Steven before we hit the record button. So there, if I know neither of you watched Bad Batch, the Bad Batch, but in the Bad Batch... There's a lot of Mandalorian stuff going on, but Omega is Boba Fett's sister that's in the series, in the Bad Batch series. So I kind of hope, because they should be around the same age, I kind of hope that she shows up in the series in live action, uh, because there's only a few clones that were cloned from Jango Fett directly, and Omega was one uh boba fett was another one and then probably whoever was the first bo- um clone after boba fett oh after jango fett so uh there was yeah like i said very few clones that were cloned right from jango fett the rest were cloned from a clone from a clone from a clone so i really hope we see omega and i don't even know if boba fett knows that he has a sister out there somewhere but i kind of i really that's one of my biggest things i want to see in the series that and mace window sh- mace window showing up Plot face twist. the redemption hey my name's mac window <laughs> <laughs> mac from that window. off-brand star wars i'm 80 years old space battles <laughs> yeah i was in the space battles back in my day did i kill you papa Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my flashlight sword is violent. Yeah, I lost my hand, so I, I guess we're, we're even now, right? Of course. Yeah, but we're but, all right now. Which hand that. did you lose? No, I know. That's I sure. I blame you, Opa. Yeah, your dad lost his hand. I lost my hand. You know, we're, we're, we're 50, yeah, 50. We're, It's even here. We're even. High five. It's a joke. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, that's good. That's good. Noggin. Nope. No, you can't do that. Oh, man. Dude, if it's not the, if there's anything I learned about Star Wars is that they can replace limbs like it's a outpatient procedure. You know, <laughs> you go right. in there and you you walk out with a new hand. Happened to Anakin. <laughs> happened to Darth Maul, kinda. Happened to Luke with his legs. Happened to Luke. Happened to who? Everyone's losing their hand. That's right. Everyone loves losing hands. So, so NBD Mace. I mean, Anakin literally lost like, almost his whole body. <laughs> Were there any other top moments of the episode you guys wanted to go over? I talked about it. Oh, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Um. Oh man, he he sure loves his uh, his little water tube, huh? Man, that's right. He does. <laughs> now that you bring that up, I I just really hope relaxation they don't rely, station. 
I hope they don't rely on those flashback sequences for the rest of the series. I hope that they can give it a cup, like an episode or two, like stay stay away from those flashbacks because I feel like it's we're splitting the story too much. I really want to get more. Steven, you know they're going to. <sighs> I disagree, though. Instead of the Mandalorians, maybe it's Tusken Raiders that come and help him win we, Tatooine. Well, cool. And maybe... We have two episodes already with them. <laughs> let's move on. Let's. let's no, let's I'm saying, but time. maybe the Tusken Raiders, maybe it'll lead to them actually planning something. Like maybe in the next couple episodes, they'll be planning to take over Tatooine, and Tatooine will be instead of them having to live in the desert, maybe they can live in an actual houses, but. Whatever. Very, very civilized. Cool. All right. <laughs> take over the town. Yeah. Very civilized. Yes. Yeah. Civilizedly, <laughs> take over the town. Maybe he'll marry. Uh, he'll marry and make an honest woman out of Tuscan Tammy or whatever. Yay. Maybe. Maybe. Only kill it's a few children you. while at it. It's always been. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Imagine, because how long ago was did that happen? Like, how far back are we going in his timeline and his past? To see them with Tuscan Raiders. I'm still curious on where the where present time actually is. Is that like five years after he was put in the Sarlacc pit, or is that like thirty years? Like I don't I even know. Let's 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 do some math here because the oh. Mandalorian takes place five five years after Return of the Jedi, right? And right. that's when he falls in the Sarlacc pit in in the Return of the right. Jedi. Okay. So, and this is taking place literally, the his past taking place literally right after that. So, and yeah. Is he with the Tusken Raiders for five years? Because that's Maybe. pretty much the time frame here. <laughs> he didn't want to do math. Oh, <laughs> so I you feel like lazy <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Every single episode is just going to be him eating like a... A piece of soup or something like that with the Tuscans, and then he's gonna go, he can go back to the present time. That's it. Because I really can't. I don't really know where else you can go. Can't go to the future, though. Can't go that's to right. the future. That's maybe not. That's deep. All right. <laughs> but you know, they, they actually now that you say that the Back to the Future, so they did have actually a couple of Back to the Future references um, on the back of did they? on. Yeah, in both that. Yeah, on the because one of the the cinematographers was the one who did all three of the Back to the Future movies. So awesome. they threw, oh wow, they did it some. They threw a little bit of references in there. Uh, so on the back of one of the motor the gang's jackets, it says Emmett at the bottom, and then obviously the train sequence that happens is a little bit of a nod to that as well because in the third movie right. he puts it all the way up he's like needs to go 85 you know so he <laughs> needs to go 85 <laughs> roads yeah, sorry. we're going we don't need roads <laughs> roads <laughs> what are roads oh i can't all right was there anything else guys <laughs> no Cool. Well, on to the next one. That's right. On to the next one. Episode three will be out next Wednesday. Um, and yeah, so that's this one was the Tribes of Tatooine, which is pretty cool. Great episode. And then just a little bit of geek news before we head out. Uh, Morbius has been delayed from January 28th to now April 1st, 2022. Is this a, a joke? What a cruel joke. It's a joke, right? Ah, damn it! A joke. <laughs> it's got to be a freaking joke because this is the sixth time this movie has moved. There was a, a You say the sixth? Sixth time. Six. Six. Wow. Six. Oh, that's never mind. <laughs> nope, not that. Not that one. No, Anything no, no. but that. But it's it's crazy because this movie had finished filming like in 2019, I believe. Wow. And and it's not coming out until April 1st. We'll see if it comes out. But it, they said it's because they want more time for No Way Home to perform at the box office because oh, it's, do, it's doing so good. But they don't want to compete with their, each other, which I guess makes sense. But I hope it's because they're at, an, adding Andrew Garfield to the movie somehow. <laughs> oh, I would. I'll put him in his Morbius. Up, man, please. <laughs> <laughs> put him, yeah, put him in his Morbius. There you go. <laughs> Have him sing 30 Seconds to Mars. Well, because I heard that No Way Home filmed and released in a shorter amount of time than this movie has been just sitting there on the freaking shelf. 
So wow, that's Morbius. What do we think about this news? I honestly don't care. I'll see it whenever it comes out. But I was yeah, no, that's that's my sentiment. That's I, <laughs> yeah. I agree. I'll just whatever when it comes out. It doesn't really seem like it's yeah, it's it's kind of tied to Spider Man, but it's it seems like uh, to me it's almost like Eternals, where it's like Eternals just kind of came out. And it's it might it's probably gonna have some relevance later, but right now mm-hmm. it doesn't. <laughs> and so whenever it comes out, yeah, I'll watch it. You know, scary Jared Leto with his little vampire nose. Um, <laughs> but uh, th- there's a lot of setup right now for this phase of the MCU. It's a lot of setup, and it's a little too much. That's right. And I'm starting to get confused, and I got to keep track of whether Kit Harrington. You know, with him and his sword and his blade and others vampires and also the Eternals and Harry Styles is in here for some reason and Pat Pat Oswald <laughs> is playing a little a little gremlin. I gotta remember all these people. No, man, I'm not. Like, I, you know, whatever. When it comes yeah, out, I'll watch it. It's a little tough. Looks ooky spooky, and uh, I just hope it doesn't get delayed again because if it gets delayed again, I already didn't particularly care about it. If it gets delayed again, I'm just yeah, I don't care at all. <laughs> I'll, I'll not see it on purpose because that's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, what are your thoughts on this one? So this movie, Morbius, is taking the same kind of approach that Black Widow did, where it, like it was supposed to come out last year, right? And it didn't. They no, said they were release... 2020. <laughs> yeah, last year was 2021, bud. <laughs> what? It was supposed to come out in 2020? <laughs> well, yeah, it was supposed to come out <laughs> in Ju- July, okay. Okay. July 1st or something like that of 2020. All right. They are testing my patience then because this is the same kind of thing that happened with Black Widow where Black Widow was supposed to come out in 2020 and I'm guessing Morbius mm-hmm. was supposed to come out in 2020 as well and Black Widow came out in 2021 and I just I thought it was way too late. They kept pushing about the date on um, when they were going to release it and then they ended up releasing it on Disney Plus anyway with the the, the- theatrical release in, the- like in theaters. I just... That's right. When it finally came out, it I lost all of my excitement excitement for it thank you my excitement for it with morbius the same kind of things happening like even though they push it back a, a lot a, like a lot a lot uh now that i'm knowing it was two years they're pushing it back i i was, I was okay with it i was like all right fine you know things have the, the pandemic's happening you know they might be maybe doing some reshoots and shit like that it might, it might be worth it to, to like push it back this much because morbius originally i wasn't that excited for but then i saw the trailer the second trailer that they they came out with like a couple months ago and I was like, okay, I can get on board with this. But now you're pushing it back again, like three or four months after the date you had been set on for the last few months. So mm-hmm. you're, 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 I'm losing my patience here. I'm losing my excitement. I don't, I don't care. Like it's, it's, it's pulling a Black Widow here where when you come out, I'll have no interest. The only thing I want to see is if, 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 if you're doing this now because of the pandemic, I think that's a very bad idea. You know, just because. Well, you can't have anything bat related right now. What? <laughs> you can't have anything that's related to bats right now. Oh my it's, god! It's, you know, <laughs> it's well, it's more it's a PR thing. I guess the Batman <laughs> is no longer coming out anyway. This this year then. Yeah, right. they pushed it back. They pushed it back. <laughs> they pushed that back no. too. They pushed it back. Oh, I hate you. No. Yeah. Is that what you said? Um, no. What a loser. Damn it! I know. But. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I have I have a question. So with this being pushed back, this is a legitimate question. With this being pushed back to April Fool's Day, is there any other Marvel property that comes out between now and that date? Not currently. Or no, there's I nothing. Mean, okay. We have rumors that Moon Knight will be coming out between now within the next couple months but other than that there's okay. no marvel movies coming out between now and that movie that will help keep its hype train alive if you will mm-hmm. because people are people are right now salivating for i mean they've been salivating for marvel for for years now but it's true especially with no way home they're they're like they want everything to do with this marvel cinematic universe so if this is the next thing to look forward to people are going to go see it if moon knight or something else comes out between now and then then that's going to 
kind of take the edge off, you know, yeah. um, for people and then that they won't be as interested. But if they, if they can kind of keep that carrot on a stick dangling, then yeah, people will go see, uh, go see Jared Leto. Is Jared Leto in it? Does he take his shirt off? You know, what is he? Is he a vampire? Is he just a, a homeless a man? He's is he Batman? Is he Batman? <laughs> These are questions that we need answered. You're not wrong. That's right. I mean, he is the he is Batman. Yeah. Yeah. He's like Daredevil, but he can see. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. And he can fly. And and he can fly. Yeah. And he drinks blood. That's right. So he's very different. Than Just Daredevil. like Batman. Jeez. He's extremely different than Daredevil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man! I just really hope that at the in the post credit scene of, at the end of this movie, we get a little tease of Andrew Garfield, and it's like you'll see Andrew Garfield in the Amazing Spider-Man three in the Social Network too. <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man ah, will return. They they got me. <laughs> they got me. <laughs> Jinx me again. The Amazing Spider-Man will return in the Social Network too. <laughs> No. Whoa! 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 Uh, uh, any more thoughts on this Morbius news? No. All right. So, per Screen Geek, the High Evolutionary will reportedly be playing, played by Chakwadi Iwiji in the Gardens of the Galaxy Three. I'm sorry. Ouija <laughs> board. I am not repeating it. Fa fa fa. Yes, you are. Chakwadi. Iwiji. Chuck Wada Ouija? Chuck Wada Ouija. Chuck Woody Ouija? Chuck Ouija Walla Ouija. Chuck Chuck a Wat. Chuck a <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of the Flavor of the Geek podcast. We're talking about all things geek. Uh, just remember, my name is Matthew. My name is Chuck Woody Ouija. <laughs> my name is Steven. And we, we love, love you 3000. I'm